Okay. Intro time. I think I hear a bird squawking outside of my Squawk? Head. I'm not sure. Do you know there's a mythical creature yeah. called a squonk? A squonk? With, yeah. with an N? S-Q-U-O-N-K. A squonk. A mythical creature called a squonk. Yeah, like one of my besties. She up. lives in Colorado. She was like, yeah, squonk. I was like, I've never heard of this in my life. What? what? Squonk. Uh, what is that? <laughs> Did you look it up? What is that wrinkled poo it- of a guinea pig? <laughs> it's ugly. What am I looking at? Oh, uh, I told her I need to get her a stuffed animal. It's spawn. like but she said she's like I already like have someone one. Ate, it's like someone ate a capybara and then pooped it right back out. That's what that looks like. And then made it also part naked mole rat and also those one. I was thinking actually like blobfish from the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and that one muppet. <laughs> Which muppet? I don't know the one with the floppy nose. I can't think of his name. I don't either. I don't know. That's funny. Hold on. Muppet with... I'm gonna get some weird search results on this. Muppet with floppy nose. That's not the one I was thinking of. It's not Grover. I don't know. No, he doesn't look like Grover. I don't know. Everyone Google Squonk. S-Q-U-O-N-K. Your new favorite mascot, Squonk. (laughs) We now have to make a Squonk mascot for our show. Pass. No. Can I pick a different mascot? (laughs) One time only sale, Squonk. (laughs) CPP. Oh, gosh. I feel like our our mascot should be like Grimace because he's purple. He's cinematic pulse purple. No. Rejected. No? Who do you want our, <laughs> who do you want our, wait, rejected. Who do you want our mascot to be? Ooh. I don't know. I know. Dang. Ooh. I was going to say, submit your opinions on this. Ooh. 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 Okay. Surprise to our listeners. Cinematic Pulse officially has a Patreon. Yeah. We will be adding this link to our link tree so you can go and subscribe. And I think that subscribers should get to pick what our mascot is. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh man. Or at least submit <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> I think mm. I trust y'all, but I like maybe not that much. <laughs> uh Squonk will be reviewed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Squonk will be reviewed as will Grimace. <laughs> so okay. Audrey, what are we talking about today? Hi everyone. Thanks for coming back. Uh this week we are jumping into the fray and giving you a review on Greta Gerwig's film. Barbie. Barbie. I feel like you should add like a sparkle sound in after I say Barbie. You know what? <laughs> yes. Please do. You know what? I will, I will do that um, for you. Thank you. Um, since this movie is still in theaters, we will do our best not to discuss any spoilers, but we will still talk through some of the main plot points. Um, we will be talking about what this film's major themes were. So if you've been confused by what you've been seeing in the media, definitely stay tuned. I'm your host, Audrey. And I'm your co-host, Cherie. So sit back, relax, and please don't silence your phone while we check your cinematic pulse. I just watched The Hobbit. Okay, so I just watched. Never mind. Never mind. If any of you heard me say eggs, you're gonna get it. But that's it. 
Continue. I will force you to do an episode on Lord of the Rings stuff with God, me at some point. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. Okay, so um, in first impressions, first of all, let me just say, um, from the opening scene, I now understand why you made a quip about Space Odyssey. <laughs> See? I'm sitting in there, I'm like, what? Did, did they just do what I think they just did? And I, I was, I was like, uh, impressed. No, I knew it was going to happen it. too. As soon as I was, I was looking at the scenery and I was like, this looks like Space Odyssey. And then I hear the music and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate Space Odyssey with a passion. It is a great movie. It is an excellent movie. I want, I hope that Stanley Kubrick steps on a Lego every day of his life though. Because what? that movie is a mind bender, and it I had so to good, write though. about it. Ugh. I had to write about it in college, and I like just sat there and stared at my paper, like what, what do I, what All do I write about? Stanley because none Kubrick of it makes films sense. Are mind benders? It, You're just like, it is what is much, happening to my brain? It is as much of a mind bender as like Twin Peaks is okay. like that. They are on like the same level of like mushrooms, or what the, <laughs> that movie is. So, um, that being said, if you've seen Barbie, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, but you have seen Barbie, the opening scene explaining that, like, since the beginning of time, girls have had dolls to play with, but they were always baby dolls. Um, and then Barbie comes down. It's a reference to the monolith appearing in, in 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> it was so with great. With the chimpanzees and everything. It was, that was excellent. Plus, and then um, also, throwing the doll in the air, correct? Throwing that what the happened? doll in and the then air. It, Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Loved it. Great that illusion. Was a, hilarious. That was a great illusion. Illusion with an A. Um, I, Thank okay, you so for first clarifying, not like, illusion with an I. Illusion. Illusion. Um, I already wanted to see this movie because it looked cute and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw all the drama on, like, social media. Like, people saying, like, it's a, it's a feminist film of the century. And some people saying, like, oh, it's anti-man and Barbie movie hates men. And I'm like... I gotta go see this. I gotta form an opinion for myself. This sounds ridiculous. I was so excited so. to see this movie. Uh, well, when they when they first started talking about it, whenever they first featured it, like a year ago, like uh, when they first announced it, I was like, "What?" Because mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea what the premise of this is going to be. I had no idea, I had no clue. But I was like, I'm going to see it because I saw I was Margot like, so Robbie. And I was like, "Sold, <laughs> right?" Because. Life size. Oh, such a great Disney original film. Love that one. Yeah. So for those of you, oh, that's a Disney original movie. I, I did not so. realize yes. that. I bet. No, I bet you're right. Um. Yeah. So for those of you who either don't know or don't remember, there was this old movie from the '90s with with Tyra Banks in it. Lindsay Lohan. It was about. Oh, and Lindsay Lohan. That's right. It was Lindsay. Um. Yeah. It was this old movie about this girl whose doll comes to life. Um, and she has to, like, show her how to exist in the real world and how to be a functioning human being because all she has ever known is, like, doll world. Um, and that's very much what this movie, yeah. like, paid homage to, I feel like, was life-size. Kind of, yeah. But kind of, like, taking it one step further and seeing, seeing really the, expanding the original... Upon it. Yeah, exactly. And, and expanding upon that and seeing the original, like, doll world that that character had come from. Um... Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely homage to, to, uh, Life Size. <clears throat> so wait, what, do, what, you said, why, why did you want to go see this one? Oh, it just, when I saw Barbie movie and Greta Gerwig put in the same sense, I was like, well, 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 this is going <laughs> to be interesting. <laughs> How the turned tables. How the turned tables have turned. What is some of Greta Gerwig's filmography? 
Oh man, she did Little Women, and that was kind of her. Um, that was like her claim to fame when she first came on the scene. And that movie is so good. My mom loves that film. I like that film too. There are little bits of it, um, just film style, not so much the film itself. Where I'm like, that's I would have filmed that differently with a different camera angle. But like, she is just she's really good, and she came on the scene kind of out of nowhere, and she's just got a she's just mm-hmm. she had a really good eye as a female director, and I really really like her. Yeah, so she's definitely done. I'm going to look up her filmography right now. Literally, like, everything that she's done has pink in the mm. cover of the movie. Um, Lady Bird, Frances Ha. Oh, I forgot she did um, Lady Bird. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, she's done a lot of, like, female awareness movies. But she's only been around, not, like, not super long. Only, like, a decade or so where her movies have really kind of been um, really Yeah, she really was promoted. born in the 80s. Yeah. So she's been yeah, around so for a like minute, she's... but her movies only really started to get noticed here in the last decade. Interesting. I kind of want to go on a Greta Gerwig binge and watch a bunch of her movies. Um. So, yeah, very much like you think like Little Women and then you see that she directed Barbie and you're like, hmm, what? It's just like, so, you, you don't expect it because like you just no. don't. And I'm just like, hmm, Greta Gerwig. See you. Yeah, see yeah. here, ma'am. That's, that's, that's where my brain was. That's where my brain was because I saw all the drama in the media and I'm like, let me go form an opinion for myself. Thank you very much. This is like um, here's the thing though: people making opinions are people who probably didn't see it, or they're really pushing. That's what I feel yeah, like. Yeah. That's literally what I feel like. Or they're just like re or or here's the like yeah they or they're now they're like they see what it's about and they're like I'm not going to go see it. I'm protesting that movie or or for whatever nothing. for nothing. Yes, for just because they um, just because someone told them it was something. Yeah, and the, the 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 funny thing was, I saw that and I was like, oh, now I have to go see it. You're like, I'm not going to let someone to. tell me what I'm supposed to think. No, I will never let someone tell me what I'm supposed to think. I will go form an educated opinion for myself because I have a bachelor's degree, dadgummit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I really thought this movie was very funny. It was very funny and I really oh, enjoyed it. it. My brother and I were cracking up throughout the movie and I, the theater I was in was also really fun too they like obviously a lot of people I don't know about you I didn't really go in wearing pink I had like a pink bow and like pink nails but I didn't like go full pink like other people did uh my brother Aaron's oh, like I, I should have no done pink. that I didn't think about it I mean I didn't go on like in like the opening weekend kind mm-hmm. of area I went several weeks later so like all the the hype and hysteria had kind of passed so mm-hmm. now I went in jeans and a sweater <laughs> yep I in basically Utah, what I did because Sad little fall girl in me will never die. Oh, same. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. My brother Aaron, he was like, this is one of the best films I've seen all year. And he's he goes to the movies regularly. And he said it was one of the best movies he's seen all year, if not the best. Yeah. And I was like, It was really, really good. Wes, Wes was cracking up during the majority of the movie. He went to go see it for Ryan Gosling, which to jump into casting, like, Wes loved Ryan Gosling he was in this movie. Fantastic. He so was funny. Gold, which also kudos to him and his trainer because dude got jacked for, real. for this movie. Not only jacked, he was shredded, which for those of you who don't know the difference, jacked is muscular. Shredded is having like 0% body fat, so you can see every line of musculature on a person's body. And Ryan Gosling, like, must have had nothing but like chicken and water for like six months. <laughs> Like, my goodness, like, I am, that is impressive. He, he really looked like he was made of plastic. It was awesome. It's crazy, because, like, watching this film, I'm like, I don't know whose performance I enjoyed more, like, Margot Robbie's or um, Ryan Gosling's, because I, I was just like, 
they're perfectly cast and they do so well playing mm-hmm. off each other. And the thing about this film is like, it it feels more like you could argue it feels more like a musical, like something you'd see on plays because it, it is so does. overdone. And I don't typically mm-hmm. like movies like that. I don't really like plays. Like I enjoy watching them, but like it's being like, like- It's kind of caricature. Yes, it's very, and it's very campy. The film is obviously very campy, except for the moments when it wasn't. But it, it's, right. it, I, I, I think know. it's like, because- I, I don't know that I would put it in camp because it was self-aware. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I was gonna say. Is you can't say you can't put it completely in the campy category because it has a lot of it has subtle moments of self awareness. Mm-hmm. It has a couple moments of like very in your face self awareness, and that's that's I got goosebumps thinking about those moments. But like, I know it does such a good job of having subtle self awareness too, and that's why I think I really liked it. And actually, thought it was really funny because. If it was supposed to just be like campy whatever, I would not have enjoyed it. But the fact that no. it had its subtle moments of the self awareness, like I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to start saying lines from the film, but um, the moment in I the dance hall. Well, it's the moment in the dance hall where she's she talks about death, and you're like, she's. Oh, well, everyone. Okay, everyone's seen that meme. It's the it's the Barbie meme of her going. Like, you guys ever think about dying? Like right. everyone's seen that, <laughs> and that it's like those little moments. You don't see those leak out in Canby films too too often because they're oh, no. they're supposed to be over the top. Where this film, it shows you this over the top Barbie world, and then it's like, okay, let's rein this into the and it brings you into the real world, mm-hmm. and it's so cool and it's so good. And I just I think that's why I really enjoyed it is because although the funny over the top moments were hilarious, they were great. They also brought you back into these more serious moments. And I really, really, really like that. I think Greta did a great job mm-hmm. directing that. I think the movie, like if I was going to put this movie into a genre, not like in a genre genre, but like if I was going to describe this movie, honestly, I would say it's satire. I was going to say the same thing. I 100% agree. This movie is satire. So like people who are like getting up in arms about it did not understand it at all. They're like the Mm. people who get mad at the Babylon Bee or like Onion articles because Mm -hmm. it's satire. It is meant to poke fun at certain ideals, but in a completely over-the-top way. Mm -hmm. It is is the epitome of satirical and hyperbole. Right. I mean, look at your main characters, Barbie and Ken. Yes. No one looks like, like Margot Robbie and no one looks like Ryan Gosling who are supposed to be I... these literal fake characters. Like they, that, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. You said everything. <laughs> the part of the movie, which I won't tell anybody because it was so funny to me, but there is one part where Barbie's having an existential crisis and Helen Mirren, who did the, the <laughs> yes. narration for this movie, Helen Mirren pops in as a voiceover. Like the movie freeze frames. It's like Hold an on, Emperor's don't say New Groove. It. Don't say it though, I'm not going to say it. I'm so not going to say it. Oh my gosh, I won't because I want everyone to appreciate it. But it's That's like an Emperor's my New part. Groove moment where Cusco pulls down like the screen and goes, okay, just wanted to remind everybody, this movie's about me, not him. Like, <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. It was like, Yes, it was like a breaking the fourth wall kind of thing with Helen Mirren's narration, and I died. I uh, also, yes. one of my favorite parts in the film, yes. Her narration, I love Helen Mirren. I yes. She's one of my favorite actresses. Excuse me, Dame Helen Mirren, let's get her title mm-hmm. right. I love Dame Helen Mirren, and she was the narrator for this movie, and it was amazing. It was great. It was so good. It was so posh, and oh, I was, was not fantastic. expecting her, and then I heard her voice, I was like, What? You have that moment where you're like, wait, who is that? Is that Helen Mirren? That's Helen Mirren. I love Helen Mirren. <laughs> that was me in the theaters. Um, 
Okay, so to go over, like, the quote-unquote plot of this movie real fast, and I won't tell you anything that you can't get by, like, going to IMDb and seeing what this movie is about, Mm -hmm. um, is basically the plot of Barbie does not take place exclusively in Barbie land. What happens is Barbie's perfect Barbie life starts to break down, and she must go on a quest to the real world to find the girl that is playing with her and figure out, what is going wrong so that she can fix it and go back to normal, go back to everything being normal back in Barbie land. Um, while she is gone, uh, characters accidentally wreak havoc in Barbie land and she can't put everything back the way it was because mm-hmm. everything kind of explodes. <laughs> it really does. Yes. Um, it's, and it's, it's a really good movie. Um, like that, that's okay. I'll just say that it's a very good movie. I highly recommend everyone go see it. That is, the general plot of the movie but please know that it is satire it is satire Mm -hmm. everything is exaggerated when the men come into the picture in the movie (laughs) just think satire and you will understand yeah yeah (laughs) the movie is not anti-men at at all no it is it is not and i don't know it's not anti-men any more than it is like the feminist film of the century like it's all just meant to be commentary on real life. And right, if I was it's, going to... Go ahead. I was going to say, it is, it's, it's honestly what it's doing is highlighting the worst parts and making them funny. And like yes. really it's, exaggerating I mean, that's what satire them. Does. Satire and hyperbole. It's exaggerating them. And it, it's, it, it's exaggerating because we see it so often that like we're, we're almost tone deaf to it anymore. And then it goes into mm-hmm. our face and they, they made a funny spin out of it. And maybe sometimes you need to do that for us to kind of pay attention to talk about those things. Yes. That's what satire does. Satire mm-hmm. takes something completely over the top so that you can then narrow your focus and mm-hmm. see what they're talking about for what it actually is. And and ultimately, if I was going to give people a takeaway from this movie, it's that the, the movie Barbie is about choosing who we want to be. Correct. It is about finding your own identity. And you can't let anybody choose that for you Mm -hmm. it is about finding your own power and taking your power from the people around you and building the people around you up yeah as you find your own identity in this world yeah yeah if i had to put it in a nutshell it's 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 like uh heck it's kind of a coming of age movie (laughs) it is about finding your own identity it kind of is yeah it is about finding your own identity and it's really good it's really good because, I don't know, like, men are not the only people that get made fun of in this movie. Like, right. like the, the whole movie is making fun of, like, the, the icon that is Barbie, which we all grew up playing with. Right. Which, I had a question for you. Um, yes, I wrote down some questions that I had for you. Oh, One of man. them was, did, did Barbie have any influence on you growing up? No. I'm going to say no. I'm Can honestly going to say why? no. Can you tell me why? It just didn't. I think my, (laughs) I can't even say that Barbie had an influence on my life as much as anything else did. So like Sailor Moon, for instance, I would say Sailor Moon had a bigger influence. You know what Sailor Moon is, right? I I too grew up on Sailor Moon. Okay, cool. I was watching Sailor Moon when I was in kindergarten. Those who don't know, Sailor Moon is an anime and is a very uh, iconic anime in the night, iconic anime in the 90s. um, Mm -hmm. Where like all the magical girl animes you have nowadays pretty much have Sailor Moon to think. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. So I would they all say find their roots in Sailor Moon. I would say like Sailor Moon had a bigger impact on me than Barbie ever did because Sailor Moon was like, oh, 
all these girls in pretty little dresses <laughs> kicking Did butt you have, and like, taking Sailor names. Moon, like action figures. Every single one of them. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one of them. And I had like I had a Sailor Moon's like crescent wand thing, and I had like her little brooch. I loved Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon had a bigger influence on me than Barbie ever would, but I had tons yes. of Barbies. And this is not to say that Barbie didn't have influence on other people. I just feel like I, I like I like where this movie went and talked about like, oh, Barbie influenced all these things. Like you could be anything because Barbie could be anything. It's like, okay, cool. But Barbie for of like what Barbie is did not really have an influence, I I think, on my life growing up. I just enjoyed playing with Barbies and doing dress up. See, that's good because I feel like that's also kind of what this movie was trying to say. That like Barbie is not necessarily like the the demonic thing that people have often painted her to be and how she like gives women body issues and blah 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 like no like when I was a kid I had a gymnast Barbie and I was so I thought that was so cool I didn't really play with Barbies a whole lot I had a few but with my dad being in the military I actually played with G.I. Joe's a lot more (laughs) um so I did have a Barbie. I had a gymnast Barbie. I had like a mermaid Barbie, I think. And I had boy, did tons I of Barbies growing I tons. up. I couldn't even um, tell you all of them. But like, because I had like gymnast Barbie and I thought gymnast Barbie was so cool. When I got older, I wanted to be in gymnastics because mm. I thought that that was like, you know, I saw the commercials of like all the cool flips and stuff that gymnast Barbie could do. And I was like, I want to do that when I get older. And so when I got older, my mom did put me in gymnastics. Um, and so she did like influence the things that I could potentially do like I knew I couldn't be a mermaid which is you know sad but I could be a gymnast. <laughs> hey I will say Barbie really made me uh have a shoe like mm, a shoe I just love shoes man like what do I say I mean I also love I also love shoes like I could a shoe addiction yeah, <laughs> like we like, just call it what it is it might low-key like, be an I addiction just, I just mm, shoes man and I was like I just want to be able to wear heels like Barbie all the time that's how Barbie influenced um, me. I love shoes. That's that's fair. But like, I don't know. My 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 body image issues didn't come from Barbie. They didn't no, come from much not. later certainly until not. people were like being mean to me in middle school and high school. Like my body issues came from humans because humans are mean. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like it's it is not about like demonizing Barbie or even glorifying Barbie. Mm-hmm. It's just using Barbie as a context mm-hmm. to tell a message about women's identity. Yeah. 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 Um, what was your uh, favorite part of the movie? Ooh. Hmm. Man, oh man. There, here, here's the thing because me being me. Or favorite parts. <laughs> and they don't have to be serious. They can just be like little favorite like things. Okay, favorite things. Loved, 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 loved. To the moon and back, the set designs. I have set design written down. I knew you were going to want to talk about it. And I was like, oh my lord, these sets are amazing. I, honestly, the opening few minutes of that film, just showing like iconic Barbie as Barbie. Like the fact, man, I don't want to talk about the film. Mmm. You can talk about some stuff because this okay. movie has been all over social media. I'm so gonna, like, there's when definitely she been some things that have been quote unquote spoiled. When she floats down from her house into her car, yes. I was cracking up because I'm like, they obviously like that's how we play with Barbie. She doesn't. She that's just like she literally. You don't exist in Barbie world, but you are putting her into her Barbie car, and I 100%. was cracking 
up at just how great that was to just float her from the top of her house into her car. Oh my God. There was Loved that. so much, there was so much like situational awareness that went into so, yes. how these Barbies like interacted with their world. Like her getting breakfast in the morning and like the toast just popping out of the toaster and like the little not real butter, like the little fake mm-hmm. clump of butter just like sitting on the little heart shaped waffle mm-hmm. and her like poor not real milk into her cup and then drinking not real milk oh uh, so good so good so many things like um like even in like the introductory lizzo song she says like if that were really a mirror you'd see a beautiful smile or whatever the line mm-hmm. is because it's not a real mirror like it's see-through <laughs> or it's even because if you had like a barbie dream house like the mirrors weren't even real they just right. had a little plastic mirror stick on yeah they're little stickers too and they're awful little stickers <laughs> they're not even I can't even, like, you couldn't just spring for, like, even, like, a little bit of a crappy mirror. Like, nope, it's just a sticker. It's so, so I loved that. Again, <sighs> set designs, oh my goodness, so good. And I'm going to say this now. If set design and or costuming don't, don't both win Academy Awards, I will ride well, it. Because they were I so agree. good. Oh my goodness, so good. Love the set designs, especially in Barbie World. The ones outside Barbie World or whatever, but the ones inside Barbie World, my, so, so good. My favorite set was the ambulance. Hold and on. I need to go. Ambulance. Oh, I the ambulance. Look up. Yes. Yes, the yes, yes. The ambulance, the ambulance when, when Ken gets hurt at the beach yes. and they take him to the ambulance and literally like nurse Barbie or like EMT Barbie or whatever comes out and like punches a button on the back of it and then it folds out and mm-hmm. open like Loved the it. real Barbie ambulance Loved did. It. Oh my gosh, it was perfect. Oh, like so much of my childhood, like I forget, like, okay. So I want to tell you my favorite part of this movie, and it is probably not what you think unless you read my notes. I think I skimmed your notes. My favorite part of this movie was, there's there's this character in the movie, um, and I, can I spoil what her, hold on, pause. If you have to ask, it's a no. Well, I'm just trying to, I want to, I don't know if I want to spoil what um, Kate McKinnon's character was. Oh my god. Kate McKinnon was my favorite part of this film. Don't spoil can I, it, Can though. I spoil, like, what her character is? <clears throat> no. Okay. No, because she was my favorite okay. part well, anyway, and I was cracking they up. they go see Kate McKinnon's character in this movie. Kate McKinnon was my favorite character in this film. <sighs> oh, she was gold. Um, She was absolute gold. She was so funny. And sometimes I don't really find Kate McKinnon that funny, but she was absolutely gold You are not the first friend I've heard say that. Um, She's hit or miss with me. Um, there are people who are more missed than hit and she's just like squarely in the middle. So like, it's not like I just like don't like her comedy. Like she's just funny sometimes to me. Mm-hmm. But her character in this movie was absolute gold. And when you go, when they go see her, she has. And every time I tell people about this and like remind them, like, do you remember this thing that came with like dog walking Barbie? They look at me like I'm nuts. And I know I've told you about it. And it's the pooping dog. <laughs> That is crazy. That was my favorite part of this movie because I felt so validated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, I remember you telling for me that. Anyone, for anyone not knowing what I'm talking about, there was, when we were kids, there was a Barbie that it was like dog walking Barbie. And she had a little like golden lab that she would walk and you could feed the lab like little like it came with little brown tic tacs <laughs> and then you'd put it in the dog's mouth and then it would come out the dog's butt 
<laughs> and then dog walking Barbie could pick up the dog poo. Let's be honest, dog walking Barbie ain't picking up nothing because her hands are straight. <laughs> hey, that Tic Tac fit perfectly in her little amorphous blob hands. <laughs> I just, like, I remember seeing it on TV and being like, what? The dog poops? And everyone that I tell thinks that I'm crazy, doesn't believe that it exists. Like, I had, like, a like a Mandela effect. I was about to say, like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I experienced a different reality from everyone else. Yes. But nope, it was in the movie, it was real, and I've never felt more, like, vindicated. <laughs> so, I'm gonna rephrase my answer. Uh, Kate McKinnon was my favorite part of this film. <laughs> That's fair, she was awesome. I, um, I need, i Speaking of sound design, her, the sound design for her character... Mm-hmm. So good. ...was hilarious and here's the thing it didn't even mesh with barbie because they used like faint like rubber noises Mm -hmm. like like almost like somebody blew up a doctor's glove and like rubbed it against something that was like what her foley was for her. when i heard her first movement i was like oh this is fun (laughs) and if you guys if you guys go see the movie like you'll know what we're talking about which like barbies don't make that rubber noise right which is why there's no part of barbie that's rubber ear but it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I really, like, I really hope that they win awards for set design, sound design, honestly, writing, too. Like, this movie deserves some awards. Great. Or at least some nominations, for heaven's sakes. It was great. Oh, um, music, the, the whole soundtrack is fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, it's one of those where, again, like, I, I can go back to, let's say, uh, into the Spider-Verse and Black Panther had great soundtracks. And then Across the Spider-Verse had a great soundtrack. And this was another one this year where I'm like, this soundtrack is so, so good. Every song in this soundtrack, fantastic. Oh, well, I mean, you have you have names featured on this soundtrack like Lizzo, Dua Lipa, Nicki Minaj, Charlie XCX, um, Sam Smith. Ice Spice, Ava Max, like Billie Eilish, like there are some some Tons. top 40 hard hitters on like making up this soundtrack. And, like, I downloaded the whole thing, like, as soon as we left the theater, because it is bomb. I love the soundtrack so much. Um, Man, I am. (laughs) I kid you not. (laughs) And for anyone doubting just how much this movie is supposed to be satirical hyperbole, look no further than the lyrics to Man, I Am, Mm -hmm. because they are ridiculous. And then the person singing the song is Sam Smith. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have some jacked-up beefcake singing the lyrics to this song. They had Sam Smith sing it. And he is not the lyrics to this song. No, he's an awfully gay man. And that is why, that is why that this movie is supposed to be considered, like, satire and hyperbole. And I'm just like, I also found the irony of that and thought it was hilarious. I I was like, this is so wonderful. It's so it's so intelligently funny too. Oh, yeah. Like you have to look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, my goodness! So absolutely enjoyed like every aspect of this movie. My favorite um, song cried. was "Speed Drive." Oh, it's so good! I love that song. It has been on re- It's at the top of my repeat playlist right now on Spotify. Which, and I will say, like my second favorite song is. Um, Nicki Minaj's Barbie World. I think I that's do. my second. Oh, man, it's so hard because I like that one. Um, I liked Dua Lipa's um, Dance the Night Away. And I also liked uh, Ava Max's. Oh, man, what was hers? Um, 
Choose Your Fighter. Yes, loved hers too. They, yeah. I mean, they were also oh, good. So the, good. The soundtrack was wonderful. Which, speaking of fighters, was that not... Hold on, let me... Like, before I eat my own words, I have to confirm the casting here. Um, freaking Shang-Chi being in this movie. <laughs> let's let's talk about Shimu Liu being in this film. Absolutely love him. First of all, love him as an actor. Love him as, like, Asian Ken. Love it. <laughs> he was wonderful. He was so, he was so great. He like, and Ryan Gosling on film, best bromance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, like, I hope that they're like best friends now in real life because they, oh, they're great. played off of each other so well. So well. Wes was like in tears. Just could <laughs> not. Like I want to go watch the movie again because they were so funny together. Um, oh, goodness. I'm like, what What else do I want to discuss before we wrap up? Because we have definitely gone on for like a hot minute. Well, yeah, but it's been fun. It has been fun. I highly recommend everyone go see this movie. It is an absolute crack up. And oh, don't yeah. take it too seriously because it's not It's not meant to be taken as seriously as it is on the face Right. Of it. And it's not to say that it doesn't have serious moments because it definitely does. And those moments, like, does. <laughs> I cr- like I said, ending, I cried. The end made me cry. I got out of that theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, mom. I Mama. love you so much. I told her the the <laughs> quote from the film that got me and that made me like come home and be like, "Mom, I love you so much, and I'm so proud to be your daughter." And she was like, she, "I told her, I told her like I walked in crying, and she's like, um, so I don't need to see this film, right?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. We need to watch it together." Oh. So yeah, I uh, uh, wait. So can you say what the line was? I'm not going to because I think it's a big part of the film. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Everyone go see Barbie. It's cute. It's really cute and really sweet. And no, it is not like a burn the patriarchy down. It's really not. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's, I I don't know. I don't want to say. You already said what it is. You already said what it is. You explained it. You said it. I said what it is. I just didn't want to, I didn't know if like I wanted to explain Ken and the patriarchy or just have you guys go see it because it's hilarious. There's no way you're going to miss it. It's hilarious. It's a hilarious part of the film. Oh, it's so funny. And I, I need everyone to go see it and then message me what you thought. It was great. Oh, okay. Um, checking my notes for any little last things but i think we pretty much hit all of it and we'll come back um, to barbie like once it's out out we'll we'll, we'll definitely do a deeper yeah. dive in of the analytics we'll do a deep dive barbie breakdown once we have uh man try saying that five times fast um once we have like our video stuff up and running i will 100 percent do like a video one and i will be dressed all in pink yes and i will be i probably angsty will not. emo barbie <laughs> Oh, Did you say I will not? <laughs> I probably won't. I don't. I don't own a lot of that's pink. That's fine. I have a pink. Uh, I, don't, I have a pink blazer. And that's I don't about either. It. I have pink makeup. I don't have pink clothes. I have black clothes. I'm literally wearing all black right today. Let's see you. Um. Okay. So that is going to conclude our episode on Barbie. If you took anything away, it's um, it's satire and it's hilarious. Go see it. Um, that's basically what we talked about. That's basically what we talked about. Is this, it's hilarious and you should see it. It's worth seeing. It's very It's fun. hilarious and you should see it. Mm-hmm. Already made like a billion um, dollars, I think, too. Holy cow. Let me double check That's that. That's awesome. Can, I'm pretty sure, like, I know it made a ton Go of money Go Greta Gerwig. Her global running um, stands near 1.2 billion. Hot dog. Good job. Good job, Barbie. Good job, Greta Gerwig. Good job, Margot Robbie. She was awesome. She was the perfect casting. It this. is also Warner Brothers' most high-scoring film of all time. Wow, that's awesome! It's on track to be the highest-earning domestic release of the year. 
It's that good, round y'all. Of, round of applause for Barbie. It's that good. Just round of little golf claps for Barbie. It is that good. <laughs> it's that good. And not because it's the feminist film of the century, but it did make me cry. It did make me cry. Um, so next week, to switch things up a bit and go in the complete opposite direction. <laughs> Talk about a testosterone-filled film we're about because... to watch. <laughs> oh, I already know something I'm going to bring up, too. Um, yeah, so, and this was Cherie's pick, by the way, so you have her to thank for this. Hey, the music um, is so week, good for this movie. I, mm, I love the music in this film. we are going to be talking about the not-so-family-friendly Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Uh, which is currently available to stream on Prime Video. <laughs> it is one of my favorite films. It's so funny. You have Cherie to thank for this. If you've never seen it, go see it. Um, cover your eyes because it's gory, but it is great. It is. It is. Uh, it's also. It's not satire, is it? Inglorious Bastards. It's a different take. No, on that's. It does not fall under satires. No, it does not fall under satire. Um, it is a corrected it, history kind commentary. of commentary. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is commentary. So. Uh, is artistic commentary. I think we'll discuss that more next week. Um, So make sure to be back here next Friday to tune in for that. Cinematic Pulse is edited and produced by Cherie Jackson. The episodes and theme are written and performed by yours truly. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can find Cinematic Pulse on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Thank you so much for listening because we just checked your Cinematic Pulse. Roll credits. (laughs) 